Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Two Dimes and a Token. I am one of your hosts, Brock Nasty. And um, super stoked, man, to bring you guys this episode. This is going to be more like a grouping. Um, so this is going to be uh, part one, and we have two parts to our um, beard and mustache competition series, right? So as everybody knows, we had a bunch of clips that came out a little bit earlier, and uh, we went down to Daytona Beach as, thankful if you guys can see right here, two to Death Grip Wax. It's up here as well. Um, <clears throat> such an amazing company, and Levi being, being the CEO and operator, um, invited us down and um, we uh, we shot a vlog for him, which is still in process and it is going to be coming out in the next week to two weeks. Um, it's fucking awesome. We got to sit in on the competition. There was like 47 different categories as far as beard and mustaches are concerned. Um, and we also shot the uh, Death Grip Wax Brotherhood breaking the record for the world's longest mustache chain which was absolutely insane. Caught myself from cussing right there, so that's good. Um, but what we also did during the competition is after after the mustache categories had gone through, as everybody knows, we are sponsored by Death Grip Wax. We were able to pull all of the, uh, some of the mustache competitors aside, and we shot some mini podcasts with these guys. So um, we have a roster coming up today. We have um, three for you today in this particular one. Episode's not super long. It's probably about 30 to 45 minutes. Nothing too crazy. But we had uh, Mr. Brendan Kelly, Jacob Ames, and Jeremy Remington. And um, these three guys, obviously you guys know we had Mr. Brendan Kelly on before. Um, now Jacob is such a unique man, man. He's a director, actor, uh, video editor, producer, the, the whole shebang, man. His... His highlights are unbelievable, and as a matter of fact, you need to go find him on Instagram, um, Heel Grabber. You can look it up like that. He has some of the most amazingly cut videos that you can find, um, and he's got this real passion for, you know, just for directing and acting, um, and we actually get into that into his interview and stuff, and he's someone that you guys need to look out for because he's... He's gonna be coming up big, man. He's gonna be he's gonna be doing some awesome things. We also know, you know, Brendan Kelly is gonna be doing thing, big things. He's got a big time fight coming up uh, at the end of this week, and um, everybody's just kind of you know on the on the path of success is what they are. Um, and then um, other than that, I mean, I'm not really. Sh I don't think we have anything else. Come on, man. What are you doing up here, dude? Sorry guys, it's Goose. Goose wanted to say hello again. So, um, other than that, stay tuned, light it up, and um, before we do get in the episode, let's make sure we remind you guys, as you guys know, uh, that the episode is brought to you by Death Grip Wax. Be sure to go check them out at deathgripwax.com. They are the leader in the industry when it comes to the mustache and beard game. They have the greatest mustache waxes. If you're going to any type of competition, you have any type of style you want to put in, this is the number one stuff on, on the market today. They have the best beard oils. They have the most phenomenal equipment and utensils that you can utilize for your beard and mustache. And they also have a beautiful bag that they send you whenever you put in a, a pristine order. And as a matter of fact, we have some right here. They have some that come in. 
death grip pomade right um, they have quite a few different styles that you can get and they also have a permanent case that you can now go online and buy which is absolutely awesome it is something you can carry around on your person it's almost like a handkerchief but way sleeker way sexier way cooler all you gotta do is whip this thing out at a bar and immediately get attention from the guys or girls that you want attention from it doesn't matter so um uh go go online make sure type in two dimes in a token all caps get 20 percent off your entire purchase so Without further ado, let's get into our part one series with uh, our Death Grip Wax interviews. My name is Jacob Ains. Uh, my Instagram is heelgrabber850, also on TikTok. And my YouTube is the Jake of all trades. Sexy. That's what it is. Yeah. So we, unfortunately, we ran out of time last time when we met with Brendan poolside. But I'm so glad we were able to catch you today, yeah, dude. Me so, too. Wh bro, what has got you into this mustache game, bro? What inspired you to get into it? So uh, as a lot, like the majority of mustache guys, it started as a joke, you know, yeah. <laughs> grew it out and people yeah. kept telling me to cut it. So I just grew it longer and longer. Yeah. And then it kind of became like a staple, you know, like yeah. it's like, it's such a great marketing tool and it's like, you can't go anywhere without someone saying something to you and yes. starting a conversation. So, yeah. um, and then it developed because I started working with uh, death grip. Yeah. Um, so I make all their cinematic ads and everything. And, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I worked with them for about three years making nice. videos. So I met some of the best mustaches in the world. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Dude. So um, how did you end up getting involved in Death Grip? How did you end up meeting all of them? So I made a YouTube video called A Love Letter to Coffee. And uh -huh. I wrote A Love Letter to Coffee. And I made a French press out of a flower vase and copper sheeting that I had sitting around. Really? And then I posted that on YouTube. And Levi, the owner of Death Grip, saw it. And he reached out to me and asked me to start making videos for him. And that yeah, was the yeah. first video. I actually directed that video. So yeah. I bought a camera and just went for it. Bro, that's incredible. Thanks. That's amazing. Thank it's you. just like, hey, I'm just going to do this. And I'm going to be amazing at it. Yeah. Like you know, that's it. you got to be the best. So I know personally you do uh, obviously all the content for Death Grip. You also do it for Brendan Kelly. Yes. A lot of that's the dude off the charts. How thank did you, you, thank you, did you like self teach or did you have anybody guiding you through it? How did you learn how to do it? So I had a buddy who kind of showed me like the settings on the camera. And mm -hmm. then I, I was a photographer before that. Okay. And I taught myself how to do that. Um, yeah. And then just kept honing my skills and I wow. have such a desire, like an insatiable desire to like be the best that I can. And yeah. I love the idea of like bringing something that you have in your head to, to life and letting people experience like fantasy, you yeah. know, like I love it. It's people will watch my stuff and they tell me that it, it inspires them because my goal is to inspire and empower people. Yeah. And I think it's really easy to like to do the inspiring. Like it's yeah. not hard to make people like have a desire for something uh -huh. but the empowering comes in when you're like giving them an opportunity to do it so i do i'm working on a course actually a video course teaching people how to create their own content really yeah really do you have any do you have anything in development right now as far as like name and everything i don't uh, so my business name is anomalies yeah. studios okay. um so 
It's almost done. We're getting close. Uh, yeah. Things being all done so people can use well, that. You'll have to let me know. We'll have to blast that out for yeah. you. Yeah, um, thank you. Sincerely. So a lot of the stuff that you post, bro, it's intense. It's cinematic type Thanks. stuff. Like I know you have a lot of that, that Peaky Blinders yeah. kind of look for some of the videos, but yeah. like, where does the inspiration like actually come from? Is it just like genuine idea that just pops through your head or do you get anything that feeds off of it? Yeah, so I use the process of uh, divergent and convergent thinking. So mm -hmm. you sit down and you take uh, an idea and you think of all the possible opportunities. So like an example would be like, dog, dog bark, dog run, dog leash, dog yeah. hair. And then you take in the convergent thinking phase, you take that and you see what's a realistic thing that I could, like what's a realistic comparison that would actually yeah. create something. So creativity is just taking two things that already exist and making something novel is what they yeah. say. So that's intense, man. That's actually pretty incredible. Cause I, I'm me myself. I gotta be honest. I'm I've said this so many times, dude. I'm not, it's hard for me to be intensely creative. So when I see this stuff and like, like I said, we've ran into each other before. I know you're thinking of this stuff just off raw and oh, you're yeah. just like, this it's is nonstop yeah, all the time. It's amazing to me. That mindset is so unique to me. Bro. Thank you. And so, it's like, I feel like it's like a muscle, you know, the more you, you use your muscles, the stronger yeah. you get and they give back to you. And it's like creativity. It's like, yeah. once you start accepting the ideas, um, and letting them come to you, they just, they just keep coming. That's amazing, bro. So you've been doing this game for a while now, right? Is this something like, hey, I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life, I absolutely love it, or do you think this is more like a stepping stone for you? Um, it's more a stepping stone, a fun thing, you know, like, yeah. I, I mean, I'll probably have the mustache more in my life. I might, this is the longest it's ever been. Yeah. Um, but I have, uh, I don't know. It gets a little old after a while. You're like, you're like <laughs> yeah. the mustache man. So it's like you, you get pigeonholed a little bit. Yeah. And I love to act. So yeah. I want to do more characters that are like clean shade and stuff. So yeah. this is my like, I don't know if I'll be at nationals next year. We'll see. Yeah, this is my right now phase. Yeah, exactly. No, I feel you, dude. So because I'm 1000% honesty here. As soon as we're done with today, I'm going to go home and shave this off. Yeah. Because like that's one thing. It's like I just it's it's baffling me. People are telling me I, I could have competed a little bit coming yeah. last place, but <laughs> it wouldn't have been horrible, right? Yeah. So with your acting stuff, bro, like what's your ambition there? Like what do you see yourself in the future? Do you see yourself more on like the back end of the camera or more like, hey, I want to be an actor in major time roles? Yeah, uh, both. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm working on writing some short films and yeah. some longer stuff. Um, I was in a film called Alexander the Brain, which is a bare knuckle boxing film oh, set wow. in the 1880s. Yeah, That's dope. And it was awesome. It was great. Bob uh, and Elliot, his mustache, were in the film too. Yeah. Um, but we're having conversations with people at Netflix about a feature length potentially. So, get out of here. Yeah. So it, I uh, I get a lot that I look like Tom Hardy. Yeah. So <laughs> one of my bucket list items is to act as a young Tom Hardy in a film. Yes. That's dope, man. Yeah. What was that like when, when all of a sudden you're having a conversation possibly like full length with Netflix? It's crazy. Like I, like I said, I love acting so much and after investing so much time into it and doing these shorts, yeah. um, actually the guy that directed and wrote the film saw my TikToks and that's, really? that's how he like became interested in me. So yeah. yeah. I'd love to, I want to figure out what's the best thing to do, yeah. do a bunch of characters. Yeah. I've done mostly like, like you're saying, like intense, like villain type yeah. roles, but 
Yeah. It has that. It's funny, man, because there's a couple of them where you have that, like, like I said, Peaky Blinder, but like that Sherlock Holmes feel yeah. kind of thing, yep. dude. It was so badass, bro. So Thank when you. did you um, when did you start on your socials? Because you, dude, you've developed a humongous following. Thank you. Thank you. Like with just your videos alone. Thank like you. people were just like, like and follow all yeah. the time. So how did, how did that start? What was that like coming up in that? Yeah. So I had made a few videos on TikTok that were like comedy that yeah. did decent. Yeah. So like no more than like. 32,000 likes and then no more than 32,000 yeah, yeah. <laughs> no big deal this casual <laughs> and then I made I I was like I have this camera I might as well like make cinematic videos or TikTok and yeah. so I made this one where I throw a shoe up and I kick it and I turn it into a picky blinder yeah and so I, I went to bed that night and I woke up to like some text messages from my friends that were like do you know who Brittany Broski is I don't think so. She's I, a TikToker and a YouTuber too. She's a podcast. Yeah. She's got like millions of followers. Yeah. But they were like, my queen reposted you. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? So I go on and the video's at like 300,000 likes over, overnight. And and then she had duetted it and her video had like almost a million likes, I think, or something. Wow. And I was like, my whole, like, not my whole life changed, but you know, it's like you, it, you go from getting... A small amount of views so like everyone's eyes are on you all the time yeah and i don't know if you've ever read my comments but they're dude they're dirty these women are dirty <laughs> yeah, crazy so Listen, bad i'm not gonna say no but you <laughs> know <laughs> that's intense man so after that happens like did you change anything in your style do you kind of like oh do you ever feel any pressure when you have all these eyes that are kind of looking on you like i gotta come through i gotta come through or is it do you just feel natural like i'm gonna do me it goes up and down, you know, it, that's the battle with social media is yeah. like, you want to, you want to find a middle ground between like seeking out likes because the way I see it as an entertainer, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, this, like yeah. the goal is to have eyes on your stuff. Yeah, and so it is. a lot of people say like, don't worry about the likes, don't stress about the likes, but you have to listen. You have to hear what your audience wants and yeah. you have to give them at least close to what they want. Yeah. And so th there's a... A lot of pressure and i've actually like stepped back a little bit from social media because yeah. i want to do youtube and like longer form stuff oh yeah so yeah i don't know man i i try to stay true to who i am and not like flex just for yeah. people to no i feel you love man me. it's you're a thousand percent right on that and i think it's it's difficult to get to a certain point eventually you get to a, a point where you have what i would call fu followers it's like yeah. you have enough to where i'm gonna do me yeah. And no matter what, like my crew is going to follow me anywhere. And I appreciate my crew. Whenever you go out, those are my those are my fans. Yeah. And you really just kind of celebrate like there's a group. Right. But like you said, though, it takes a lot to get to that point. It's yeah. like being on a Joe Rogan level or, or some type of super brand that just, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like it, it's a little scary at times to step away because yeah. social media is about relevance so it's like yeah. if you lose your relevance and with the algorithms and everything it's crazy know, but it like i don't know uh, people on tiktok have been asking for a while for me to make a film yeah. and i think they're willing to support me financially so i i once i get my script written and stuff i'm gonna shoot some content for it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna start raising money so that's awesome dude that's fantastic so in the next five years, what would you say is the thing you really hope to accomplish the most yeah. of your adventures? 
That's a great question. Um, I'd say it's like a couple things. Uh, I want to act in a feature-length film. Nice. Um, nice. I want to direct my own feature-length film. And uh, I'd like to grow a YouTube following to like, I could like make money off of it and yeah. stuff. Um, trying to think what else. Yeah. I'd love to be on American Ninja Warrior. I, yeah. I coach Ninja Warrior, so and I have a lot of friends who have been on the show. So yeah, we know a couple guys. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, a little bit of everything. I my YouTube name is the ja the Jake of all trades. Yes. And so I I fancy myself a, a Renaissance man. You know, dipping everything. Not only is the Renaissance thing, it's it's sexy. Yeah. Right? The whole the whole vibe thing is yes. like, hey, by the way, I act and direct. You're right. A I little bit whatever, of both. I do whatever I need to do. That's yeah. pretty cool. So thank you. One, I'll give you one last one. How, what do you think it's going to be like? Because eventually, obviously, you're you're an ambitious dude. I have thank zero you. doubt in the entire world you'll accomplish all these goals. Probably even shorter than the time frame I asked. But like, what do you think it's going to be like for the first time, full length feature film, directing and acting in the same film? doing the whole shebang like how do you think that's going to go for you it's gonna it's gonna be a lot but it's fun you know like yeah especially at, like directing can be stressful mm -hmm. but it's also cool to see your vision come to life yeah and to learn to like trust a crew of people yeah um but i think it's gonna be so fun like even just for the short film which is uh the title of his alexander the brain yeah um you just like that's being dope. able to get into this headspace of like I'm nothing like that character. So like he's like a murderer and like he's a super violent guy. Yeah. And like and none of the characters I play on Instagram are like me either. Yeah. Like it looks rough and tough and like <laughs> I'm 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 just like a, a nice kind guy. But I think like soft spoken. Yeah. <laughs> me. And so and the cool thing about directing is gonna be like you get to do a little bit of everything. And so I, I'd love to like um uh, I started making like some music and writing some stuff, so I'd yeah. love to like do some scores for the film. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's that's incredible, dude. Thank so, you. and now and I popped one more in there now. Um, for your, for your acting style, how do you like? You said you're it's you're not really those characters that you're playing, right? How do you get into that mode to where you can kind of flip that switch and you're like, I am this person while I'm on camera. Like, how do you do that internally? So. To me, for me, at least it, it takes preparedness, you know, like doing a lot of research on a character, like yeah. thinking about what it's like in the 1880s, like what kind of vocabulary they used, yeah. how they said it. And like once you know enough stuff and you've like seen scenes of a character or like a similar stuff yeah. and you've practiced the, the vocals and everything. Uh, it it just kind of happens. I just like fall into it. I yeah. and I think like that person. And like there are times when we were filming that that even like well, all, off camera, I was just like playing the character. Yeah. Because it's like I don't know. Yeah, you got fully invest. You just, I guess. Get, in, you just get in the zone. You're yeah. ready to go. For sure. That's awesome, man. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, dude. Thanks you for are having the man. me. Do me a favor one more time. Look in there. Tell everybody where they can find you and follow you. Yes. Do you care if I shout out the movie? Hey, film? Yeah. Okay. What do you think? <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Jacob Ames. Uh, you can find me on social media, Heelgrabber850. You can also find me on YouTube, The Jake of All Trades. Uh, if you want to see the film that I was in, it's called Alexander the Brain, and that is also on YouTube.
Perfect. Hey, Token here. We are here with Jeremy. Yes, sir. And Jeremy, what are we here doing today? We are at the 2023 National Beard and Mustache Competition here in Daytona, Florida, sir. Dude, that is so sick. But I have to say, your mustache looks amazing, dude. Thank you, man. Thank you. You look like one of those guys, a gentleman and a scholar for sure, man. I love the whole suit, dude. So let me ask you, we how many competitions have you been in? I've been in one. Yes. Uh, it was at the end of September. I won first place style mustache for Beard Battle Los Angeles, California. Nice. And dude. then uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to go for it. Let's go for it. And uh, now I'm here in Nationals, man. So you have won a competition, dude. One, one. Yes, I won one competition. Yep. So looking at all these competitors, what do you, are you, what do you think? Do you have a, a chance of winning here at Nationals or? I'm a little confident in myself. You yeah. know what I mean? I think I have a shot at coming home with something uh yeah. but there are some phenomenal mustaches here man i i dude I've, I've looked around and i've seen a lot of people and i mean the styles here they go from your type of style to straight to straight beard and yeah. you know and obviously you guys are using some type of product what is the product you're using i'm proudly using death grip i actually i'm using the original death grip wax here for my first uh, coat mm -hmm. my first base layer and then i topped it off with a sudden death which is more like you don't need heat to use it yeah it's super strong right so th this actually gets to a precise, precise filling is, is what you're doing. You're using yeah. two, two materials here to make it the perfect length and, and, and the perfect curl. Yeah, man. Uh, the, you're using two materials. You're using heat. You're using brushes. Everybody's got their own little system for them that works. But at the end of the day, it's the wax that makes the stash. Man. Right, right. <laughs> Do you, so what type of style is this called in uh, particular? I'm going with a handlebar. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not too well versed on like the subgenres of handlebar. Like there's a Hungarian, which is like a big giant version of it, I think. Um, there's like a petite one. So I'm just calling it a handlebar, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's keep it natural, yeah, you know? Man. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I've seen some people that are like going straight yep. out and some people, and, and there's a, I talked to a guy that they say uh, there's like a freestyle thing going on. Is that in this competition, the freestyle? Yeah, it is, man. Dude, and that's going to be sick, dude, because I've seen some sick freestyles from from other people on, on their pictures yep. and, what, and what they got going on, man. I mean, and it's, it's just, it's looking professional. Dude, it's insane what some of these guys will do with their mustache stashes and then the beards come yeah freestyle beard is like a whole different level man insane the that, artistic stuff that goes on there, that's man. what i've seen i saw a guy looking like odin i saw a guy <laughs> looking like poseidon yep. you know and the dude from uh, pirates of the caribbean bro that was pretty <laughs> sick man that Hell was yeah but that's awesome but yeah what else so what are you have any social medias or tiktoks or anything like that yeah man um i'm not as like into it as other people are, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just kind of lazy. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I'm not, <laughs> you know. Hey, I am too, bro. I am too. I don't even have Facebook. Oh you know? man, good for you, yeah. man. That's uh, one of the reasons I married my wife. She's got no social media at all. So I'm like, all right, cool, nice, awesome. None nice. of that stuff matters. But yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. On TikTok. Uh, I'm in a band. We're on all the streaming platforms as well. So I try to throw myself out there as much as I can. Oh really? So yes, what sir. kind of band are you in? I'm in a metal band. Oh, that is sick. Yeah, dude. man. It's called Living Cursed. Mm -hmm. uh, ironically enough. It's four dudes all from New England, Connecticut, and Massachusetts that met each other out in L.A. Yeah. And we just kind of started. We call it Beer Belly Beatdown. Oh, sick. Yeah, dude. man. <laughs> I'll have to listen to it. Yeah, dude. man. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. It's fun. We're coming out with a new record uh, beginning of the year. We're going to drop a new music video next month and nice. get things going, man. How, how long have you been with Death Grip? Um, I've been using Death Grip for probably close to two years, but yeah. I've officially like been on the team this year. Nice. So, you know, welcome to the brotherhood. Get it going. You know what I mean? Dude, that feels pretty cool to be sponsored, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, man. It's, uh, 
one of the most unique experiences of my life, right? Because I never thought growing a mustache yeah. would lead to a sponsorship, setting a world record, right. standing here in, at a competition with some, uh, some of the best mustaches in the world. Yeah. It's, it's a crazy journey, bro. Were you in the long mustache thing yes. yesterday yes, at uh, Joe's Crab? Yep. Dude, that was pretty sick. What number were you? I was number nine. Number nine. So you were right there in the beginning. I, I was in the beginning, and then they moved me to the end. Oh, okay. Dude, that was strategic. so long, bro. I had, and that's a Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah. You know? Yep. That is Guinness Book. Here in Daytona, we're breaking records, bro. Mustache records, records, baby. Dude. That is sick. <laughs> I'm here with here with Death Grip, dude, slamming that product on there, getting that, getting those braids together, bro. That shit is nasty. But so. So how do you feel, man? I mean, you, you, you're feeling good? You're feeling great about this? I'm feeling good, man. I feel confident. At the end of the day, just being here is a win for me. Yeah. Setting a record uh, with my Death Grip brothers, even even bigger of a win, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm feeling good, feeling confident. I know I got some stiff competition, but we're going to see what happens, man. That's perfect. Well, thank you, dude. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to see thank you. Thank you here. for your time, bro. I appreciate you. Hell yeah, man. Everybody check out Two Dimes and a Token. Peace. What's up, guys? Token here. I'm with Brendan, USA, saying Kelly, dude. So we are at the beard and mustache competition in Daytona, bro. Brendan, who are you representing here while you're here? Representing uh, Death Grip Brotherhood and, and just myself. Uh, you know, anytime I come out and do something, I'm going to represent myself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, the Death Grip Brotherhood is uh, a really, really cool brand. It's uh, It really, truly is a brotherhood, too. So it's been very fun this weekend getting to meet a lot of like genuine I've, I, what I said it's a, this is the most American people like that I've met no one no one ha, no one's sensitive no one like they're just all here to enjoy themselves do what they do right absolutely and everyone go do your own hey we're it's all love but, you know, it's 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 hilarious man. it's awesome dude at my experience here man everybody has just came in here shook my hand yep. had an awesome positive attitude yeah. dude it is awesome man i mean not only do you have an outstanding mustache bro but you're also one hell of a fighter too yeah, so, yeah, so, thank you, thank you. so tell me some of that because i watched some of your youtube last night i wanted to get a little bit more yeah. you know info on you and whatnot you know after we hung out at joe's crab shack i was like dude i want to see this guy fight bro yeah. i really do yeah. and i saw you whip some ass bro yeah. i was like well that's the whole thing so i i uh I try to do things however I would want to watch them. So like for me, I don't like watching fighting to where it's just like more of a, a chess match and they're they're doing the thing you're supposed to do and save energy. Like I'm here to fuck people up. Right. When I, when, like, that's what I want to watch. Right. Dude. I want to watch somebody hurt somebody. Like my whole point when I get in the ring is to beat the living shit out of you for having the gosh damn audacity to get in the ring with me. Right. Like, that's the that's the mentality I take with that. pretty much anything I do. I started growing the mustache out because I started fighting. And I understand from doing Ninja Warrior and other things, you have to have some unique or signature look to help you stand out. Because uh, this world isn't what you know, it's who you know. And who can put you in a position to be seen by someone that gives you an opportunity to show your worth. Absolutely. So at the end of the day, I have to sell myself on some... So, boom. Whether you love me or hate me, you're not going to forget me. Yeah. That, well, that's what this. And the funny thing is, everyone in this community, like, you go anywhere else, you're... You're the only person that's out, so you're all not going to stand out. And it's hilarious now because every every guy here knows that. Yeah. It's, it's a funny thing. But now when we go out and everybody's like, what the, what is this? You know? Yeah. It's hilarious, man. Dude, it is so cool. If you guys, if you guys don't know him, man, look on YouTube. Look up Brendan Kelly, bro. You'll see nothing but haymakers coming out, oh, yeah. man. I watched it last night and I damn near watched almost every video. <laughs> Dude, it was awesome, bro. Yeah. And another thing, you know, he's a Ninja Warrior uh, winner. 
How many how many times you won that? So uh, I haven't won it. I've been on the show five times. Okay. So, so a lot of people get so I made it to the finals in Vegas, and a lot of people get it confused. But in all honesty, so there's out of 15 seasons, there's only been three winners. Right. Okay. Because it's the world's hardest obstacle course. Right. So. 80% of the time, no one wins. Right. Because right. you have to complete every obstacle to officially win because you're saying, I beat everything, you know? Um, and so that's the one thing that's really cool about it too because it's like, it's it's not something given. You know, yeah. like, like you have to earn it. Like, uh, now this past season, they made it beatable more. Uh, so someone won this past season. Right, right, you right, have, right. Yeah, yeah, but... Certain seasons, you're like, gosh, damn, like, yeah, that's all, yeah, that's crazy, <laughs> yeah. you know? uh, so, it's fun, man, but, uh, uh, Ninja Warrior, and, it, and boxing, it's just, it gets you out of your comfort zone, and that's the hardest thing to replicate, uh, is, like, being able to have that, uh, that buildup, or the adrenaline, or, like, or the size of things, the cameras, the lights, the, the crowd, that's, that's the thing is you can't replicate just in the same sense like today right. getting on the stage you can't represent replicate like stage presence like it's a thing right you know uh, and until you are so comfortable in it then you'll you'll, you'll start going into you'll, you'll be allowed to flourish you know but right. until you can ease that and get it you're you're relying on your flutter fight skills and you're, you're saying hey like, ah, ah, here we go. And you don't know what you're going to get at that point. Yeah. Exactly. I understand that because I, I do, uh, I'm in um, Alcoholics Anonymous recovery okay. programs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll go in front of uh, like 30, 40, 60, 70 people and speak. Okay. And that first couple of times, you know, oh, yeah, I, you yeah. get stage fright. Yeah. But after doing it repetition for so long, I begin to lose the fear of being myself, and and, and it's and it's yeah. and it's so much more flow with the audience. They they listen more, they like more, you know, and they're like, dude, thank the Lord. It seems natural. That right. whole thing is absolutely. If you're, and you got to, and, and you have to figure, yeah, you know, it, it's it's a lot more choppy. It's, it's and it's not it's not smooth. It doesn't feel as uh, heartfelt or warm or you know. But now, I do stuff like this on purpose, whether this is going to do anything for me or not uh, because I'm learned because then I get to learn how to talk. Yeah. And, and it's all about communication and how, if, if you don't understand me, that's not your fault. That's mine. Right. I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't give you the correct way that you needed to understand me. That's not my, like, that's my job. Right. You right, know, like right. you can't get mad if you like, okay, you need to learn to talk to everyone. You need to learn how people receive things and then you better, you find it. So like, I talk to different likes of aspects of everything and therefore, I can communicate with everyone. Right, and that, absolutely. And that's the most important thing in the game because, like you said, our, it's who you know. Who's going to give you that opportunity? You know? Exactly. So going back on your fights, what's your next fight, bro? Uh, so I got a bunch of fights coming up. And I'm really <laughs> Here we go. That. Now we're talking. Uh, so I just actually <laughs> talked to uh, some influencers, seeing things yesterday. Uh, the guy that just fought Bryce Hall, the BKC uh, cut man, uh -huh. uh, I just offered him. Uh, well, no one would fight me, so I, I kept getting like denied. Like no one, like you can't find me. I said, "Listen, what do I have to do to get a fight? I will offer someone five thousand extra dollars if they if they beat me." Right. And then they're like, "Oh, okay. Right, uh, right, hey, we, right. We might be able to get you." Right. And Money so they, talks yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. And so they're like, "Are you real? Like you being?" I said, "I've already done this." I said, "Look it up. I've done this on Rough and Rowdy." I said, "I offered five thousand uh, dollars to get the lightweight belt, and I've had it ever since." Yeah. You know, because it's not. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm putting a shiny toy in front of someone and say hey look you'll get this if you beat me yeah. you're not gonna beat me i'm gonna beat the living shit out of you right, like right, it's right. not it's not a bet it's right. not a bet it's just me showing something in front of your face to get you to get up to motivation to, to get yeah, your exactly. ass up here exactly so <laughs> I, that's my whole thing is i'm not gonna lose i, I 
I'll bring, I already told her, I was like, I'll bring the in cash. I've done this before. I'll lay it right for, I'll let y'all hold it, whatever. And then when I win, I get my money back. And I'll be like, hey, look, this wasn't a bet. I was <laughs> yeah. going to win this whole time. You know why? Because I outworked your ass all the time before this. You know, I was like, now you think you're going to beat me? No, no, no. Like, that's not, like, it's not how the world works. Right. You got to show the people how the world works. Right. You know, you got to put in the work. Right. You, you want to get, you want to get on this level? This level requires the, 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 the discipline to get here. Yeah. Know? Absolutely. Well, cool. Oh, oh yeah. Well, so actually, I fight December second, December eighth in Miami, December sixteenth in Tampa, December twenty third. Hopefully, Nashville on the Misfits card, um, and then I fight January twenty fifth on um, in Providence, Rhode Island for Rough and Rowdy Barstool Sports, uh, and then actually I got a fight next weekend as well. Um, and this is all going to be online, all videoed, all. Yeah, yeah. Everything's going to be pay per view in some form or fashion, uh, and then I always post everything on my own channel anyways because uh, again like i don't care if people know how i fight i'll give you all the i'll give you all this all the keys to beat me and i know you, you're just not it, it doesn't matter i'll still outwork. right right yeah, this, i'm out there doing flips in front of you yeah exactly that's the whole point yeah guess what yeah it's like uh, challenge me yeah, that's the whole point all right i'll do a flip and haymake you right yeah, in your face bro yeah. you don't even know it why not yeah hell yeah but, uh, so the thing is like showing people i'm bringing the i'm bringing the entertainment value from wrestling into fighting but it's not fake so like, right. that's the whole thing about like when I, first time i did the flip even dave portnoy was like that is honestly the most impressive non-scripted move right that i've ever seen and i was right. like yeah you know what it's also the scariest thing i've ever done in my life right a lot of people don't get that like think about this my that was my first boxing match ever and i'm in front of five to seven thousand people at a baseball stadium out of ours uh and I go into it. I said, I'm going to do this flip. Uh, and I've told enough people to hold myself accountable. But, dude, I was sh shaking before. And I was like, but I was just like, what happens when I land it? Yeah. You know, and last thing is too many people are going to dwell on like, dude, like, what? Like, dude, you're going to land on your face. It's like, but what happens when you don't? Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. You want to, you want to do it? No. Now I've made myself be off of that shit. So like I opened the door. And I, I'm a, I box for a living. Right. But if I did not do that, who knows? Right. And then even after the flip, you came out with like a Superman yeah. punch, dude. Well, that's the thing is, I, I, my goal was to do a backflip and then knock him out with the next punch, which would have been all That would have been sick. Set, set for life, you know, right. viral, gosh. But uh, I still got, I got I have plenty of things I plan on doing uh, that have never still been done before. I mean, my last match, I just flexed on the dude for the last 30 seconds. Right, right. Uh, but this, I've got... Especially in the influencer scene, I'll, I'll do a lot of cool, like, still things I haven't done that I'm saving. Yeah. 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 Well, very cool. Well, all right, Brendan, we're going to cut this out, man. Uh, congratulations on your mustache event, Appreciate dude. Appreciate it. Thank you. And it's good to see you, and uh, we keep in touch, brother. Hell yeah. Bless you, brother. Thank you, man. You can find me online. I'm the USA Saiyan. Um, just now started a YouTube uh, channel as well. Um, and so got somebody working for me. That. And then uh, I live in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, you can find me online fighting anywhere as well. Yeah. Um, so pretty much just, I do the social media just cause I have to, but I, I'm, I'm just a doer. Yeah. Right. Look him up guys. He's the real deal. Uh, bless him guys.